Hello. This is Joe. What do you know? Just when I have all the answers, all the questions change. There you go. That's my theme. Just when I have all the answers, all the questions change. At least one of my themes. My theme for today is um, uh, it's, it's talking about how life can unexpectedly change. Sometimes in major ways, sometimes in minor ways. And this thing I'm about to talk about that I've talked about on the last couple of episodes is minor in the whole scheme of things. Because it's not life-threatening. There's nothing uh, terrible. No, it's it's not. It's not life-threatening or life-changing. Although I have used the phrase life-changing when talking about this. Because what I'm talking about is an audition that I had... Uh, last week? Time is so weird. Yeah, it was last week. Early last week. In fact, it was a week ago today that I uh, went up to Hollywood and auditioned f- to be the new voice of Jack from Jack in the Box. And and what? And anyway, it was a, you know, it was a good day because... Uh, Days like that don't happen very often. I used to go up to Hollywood a lot more several years ago. I started becoming more selective in the kind of things that I submit myself for as an actor. And for those of you not um, involved in in that business, uh, submitting just means they put out casting calls, which is basically like a job announcement in, in other parts of the world, in other professions. It's a, it's a job announcement. Help wanted, right? So you submit yourself, and then you may or may not get called in for an audition, which is really, it's an interview. In fact, you know, when it comes right down to it, the, the, the biggest difference between the entertainment industry and, and most, if not all, other industries is that everybody's been to interviews. Anybody who's had a job has been to an interview. But the difference is in, when in the, anything other than the entertainment industry you go to an interview not that often, if you're lucky, right? You go to however many interviews it takes to get a job, and then you hold on to that job for as long as you can, and then you don't go to interviews for a long time. And then when it comes to the point where either you're ready to leave a job or a job's ready to get rid of you, you go out on interviews again, and then you get another job. So, um, the difference in the entertainment industry is that cycle is a lot quicker, a lot more often. You go a lot more often, and the payoff payoff isn't generally as big. You don't get a job that lasts for years. You get a job that might last for an hour. You may get a job that could last for five minutes. I mean, so that's the difference. So if uh, if you want to try to relate, if you're not an actor or somebody who has to go out on auditions, uh, just imagine yourself basically going out on interviews every day trying to get work. I don't do that anymore. I was, for a while there, like I said, 10 years ago when I started out on the audition trail, um, I went up to Los Angeles 26 times. And, you know, I'm a nerd, so I count such things. 
I, and, uh, oh, I guess if you don't know where I live, I live down in the San Diego, in San Diego County. It's a large county, so uh, going to Los Angeles could take anywhere from an hour and a half to three or four hours, depending on where you live and traffic and all that. But uh, basically, it's a, a commitment of a good chunk of the day to go up to Los Angeles. And I did that 26 times. Now, over the course of the years, what I've done is I've, becoming a lot, I've become a lot more selective, as I started saying earlier, in that I just I don't submit myself to many things. I used to submit myself to just about anything to build my resume and my demo reel, my video and audio demo. But it gets to the point where, you know, driving driving for several hours and waiting in a room for a while and coming back home, uh, spending several hours of your life for the potential of getting a job that may pay nothing or, or close to nothing. It's just not worth it, which is why I made the business decision of just not really submitting to a lot of things, which brings me to two weeks ago. I still do submit to stuff. Usually every week I'll see something that relates to me. And that I see is either a, either pays enough or is a, an interesting enough project where I'll submit to it, right? And this definitely fall, fell into both categories. Is it definitely would, would pay enough and it's interesting enough uh, where I would be willing to go to Los Angeles for an audition. And so I did. I submitted to be the voice of Jack in the Box. Now, where am I now? Well, where I am now is... I haven't heard back, and the thing about the thing about auditions, which is generally also the case, interviews in in outside of the entertainment industry, is you, you generally you generally don't hear back when you don't get a job. You only hear back when you do get a job. There are some people, both in and out of the entertainment industry, who might be courteous enough to contact you when you don't get the job, but generally that's not the case. You know that, right? So that's where I am now, is I don't know. Although, with every day that passes, I'm becoming more and more uh, resigned to the fact that I did not get the gig. That's where I'm pretty much sitting right now. Even though in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, maybe, I don't know, the phone might ring. Since the guy who did the voice of Jack before did it for 20 years, and they're looking to replace this guy in both voice and attitude, um they may be taking longer than normal and maybe they just haven't decided yet, right? Maybe. (laughs) But I'm really more and more just kind of thinking, yeah, I probably didn't get it. And it's shifted. There's a kind of a spectrum that's been going on because where I am right now is it's shifted to, yeah, you know, maybe I didn't get it. And every once in a while, it'll pop into my mind throughout the day, which it did just a little while ago. And I had to take a break from my day job to come up here and talk about it. Because what what is uh, interesting to me is that here's here's kind of the arc of the last couple of weeks, which is what led me up here, was this. Two weeks ago, kind of minding my own business, going about my life. Nothing really particularly exciting going on, but also nothing bad going on. I'm enjoying my life, and that's a good thing, right? I mean, I'm happy. I like my job. I like my kids. My kids like me. In my spare time, I'm, you know, watching videos or playing video games. Splatoon, by the way, if you haven't heard of it, 
I think it's worth buying a Wii U just to play Splatoon because it's a Nintendo game that's really freaking awesome. I say freaking, let me go say fuck just to say, hey, I've earned my expletive tag. But it's a great game and that's the kind of things I've been doing, just enjoying my life, right? And then what happens? I see this casting call for The Voice of Jack. And I go, well, you know, normally I don't even know if I would have thought of submitting about it, except a while ago, a stranger, and if you listen to a couple episodes ago, a stranger out of the blue several years ago just told me, asked me if I was the voice of Jack. And no, I wasn't. (laughs) And I had never heard the similarity. Hey, for a three ninety, no, I see. I don't even want to try to fake it now. I, I was, I was, I was. I'm hesitating to do that because even when I don't know if you're hearing any similarity now when I'm talking. Really, the only difference between the way I'm talking now and when I went to the audition is I did a just a slightly heightened version of my voice, a little less raspy because the voice of Jack is a little less raspy than mine. But I'm not going to recreate it here. That's that's like when uh when I was doing stand up on a regular basis. Um, you know, and, and people would find out I was a comedian and they'd say, oh, tell me a joke. And it's like, I don't want to tell you a joke. I don't want to do my act. It's just, I don't know. It's just I just don't want to. But what's my point? My point is, I submitted to it because I thought, hey, sure, somebody told me I sounded like him, so why not? And, you know, they're looking for a replacement for this somewhat iconic character. And uh, sure, that's definitely would be worth a drive to Hollywood for to audition for that, right? So then a couple days later, I got the notification that I had an audition. So I auditioned for it. And this, this audition, luckily, was, uh, was just I didn't have to leave the house, which is becoming more common these days. Is that It used to be that any time you had an audition, you'd have to leave the house and go do it in person. But now they're allowing you to do that remotely sometimes. So great. Even just getting asked to do a remote audition is great because they don't ask everybody. So I did that. A couple, few more days pass, and then they say, hey, come on up to Hollywood for an in-person uh, callback audition. Great. So getting more exciting, right? My hat is now officially in the ring. So woke up early that morning for my day job and did a phone call that I do every week uh, for my day job, a phone call that I run, so I'm feeling kind of important on that job, right? Uh, so using my voice in that capacity... And then I drove up to Hollywood, did the audition, felt good about it, had a good interaction with the casting director, and uh, left. And initially when I left, I did the usual thing, the conventional wisdom says, you know, just kind of put a cap on it, let it go, There's, it's out of your control now, there's nothing you can do, you've done all you can do, you've done your audition, right? So just let it go, you drive yourself crazy if you think about it, if you keep... Going, oh my God, could I have done this differently? Could I, maybe I could have done this better or whatever. Just, it drives you nuts. And especially for people who are auditioning a lot. For people who are really into, sorry, I just messed up my voice a little bit by drinking some coffee. But people who are really seriously pursuing this, and I do have a number of people that I know from, from the over the, that I've met over the last 10 years who are seriously pursuing acting. And, and I was doing this for a while too. You could go out on several auditions a week. And in fact, if you're really seriously into it, you might be going on multiple auditions in a day. 
that's for somebody who's like seriously got nothing on their mind other than being a working actor. And that's just that's so that that strategy that or that uh, that advice about putting a cap on it and putting a cap on your emotions it's especially important for people who are doing that because you know, you you would really drive yourself nuts if you're going on multiple editions a day, and then every time you walk out the door, you're going, "Oh my God, I hope I get it. Hope I get it." You you just really got to think of it as you're just going from place to place, one at a time. In fact, another piece of advice is that really the auditioning is the job. You look at it as, "Look, I'm just going to work." The audition is no longer trying to prove yourself or um, any of that kind of stuff that'll drive you crazy. You're just going in. You're going, "Hey, how you doing?" You do your job and you leave, right? And then every once in a while you get a job and you go, hey, great, that's frosting on the cake. So, which brings me back to me, though. And the, when I left the audition, I, I did that for the most part, although this is kind of such a big deal. And also because I don't go out on auditions as much as I used to, I couldn't help but kind of feel the excitement bubbling up inside of me about, oh, what if I get this? Wouldn't it be great? That would be awesome. I mean, it, Gee, that was just oh, so but I was putting a cap on it because that's what you're supposed to do. And then by the end of that day, or sometime in the middle of the day, I went, "Fuck this! I'm not going to put a cap on it anymore. I'm going to allow myself to be excited. These are the emotions that are inside of me. I'm not going to hold them back. I'm going to feel what I'm feeling." And that led me to do my first podcast episode in 11 months because I was just saying, "Damn it! I gotta." let this out and I gotta feel it and not let it out just flow with it let it let it in keep it in don't anyway just let I had to feel the emotions inside of me as a human being so I did that and then what happened oh god a couple of few more days go by haven't heard from them and I'm fucking exhausted because I'm just thinking about it and I'm having a hard time focusing on other things and I'm, I'm just, oh, it's draining, right? So then I went, oh, okay. Now I remember why the conventional wisdom is a good thing. I don't, re- I don't regret feeling the emotions, but I just thought, eh, you know, I'm going to get back to letting, letting it go and, or at least trying the best I can to let it go, right? Which brings me around the corner to just a couple days ago over the weekend. <sighs> For the most part, just letting it go. Although still, like, i got to be honest, it's still in the back burner. I'm still wondering what's going to happen come Monday. And here we are. It's Tuesday now. And the only reason I'm recording this again, and, and some of it is repetitive from what I said over the last uh, couple of episodes, but what, what makes today unique, or at least like where I am right now, is just the realization of, isn't it funny how just a couple of weeks ago this thing didn't exist? This thought, this idea that, hey, I could be, have a regular gig doing voiceover for a significant, for a major food brand, for a fast food brand, and I would be the voice, the spokes voice, the big white headed (laughs) disembodied voice would be me. That thought didn't exist. I I didn't have... The anxiety or the anticipation, the excitement, I didn't have any of that, the good and the bad of that. I didn't have any of that going on in my head. I was just pretty, pretty chill 
you know, inner peace, man. Totally like feeling the moments and in a good place. Sober also, which I don't want to harp on right now because it's just, it's just kind of, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, in the sense that I'm just feeling good. And some of these phrases I'm using, they annoy me when people go, I'm in a good place, man. I'm in a good space. But I think people who talk like that, like I just emulated for a moment, kind of give uh, give inner peace a bad name. Because it's a good thing. You know, finding either enlightenment or inner peace or just uh, being satisfied with yourself and your life and having a good time and enjoying the moment, that, that's good stuff. And then people come around and fuck it up by going, Namaste. Sorry, it's kind of, I feel like an asshole talking about good-hearted, nice people who say namaste, you know, in a negative way, but it just, it annoys me when people get that affected kind of voice. I'm off track here, other than to say, all the uh, new age bashing aside, I was in a good place, (laughs) okay? I can't find a better way to put it. And then along comes this opportunity slash headache of potentially being the voice of Jack from Jack in the Box. And I've allowed it to uh, take me away, so to speak, from just enjoying my life. So here I am trying to get back to that. And even though I'm not going to say that I've conquered it or that I'm going to totally let it go, because until I, until I read in the newspaper, God, I don't, who, newspaper? What's that? What kind of flashback was that? Until I find out through some method, Twitter, Facebook, somewhere that the voice of Jack has been cast, I'm going to still have it somewhere in the back of my mind that it might be me. Um, You know, somewhere in the background, I'm not going to lie, it's going to be there, right? But as I've said, at least this episode and last, that I am doing my best to let it go. And no, I'm really going in circles repeating myself. I just want to close with the Really, the closing thought was where the starting thought began. What? Where the starting thought began? The major theme of this episode is, isn't it weird how something just doesn't even exist? And then it exists, and then here I am, and I'm latched onto it, and it's kind of sent uh, ripples through the puddle of my mind, making me wondering, fantasizing, thinking about what may happen if this happens? And 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 again, this this is not bad news. This is this is I, this is the price you pay for putting yourself out there for participating in the world, right? And that's what I'm doing, and I'm happy to do that, and I'm going to continue doing that. I just wanted to say that uh, I think it's weird that this thing that didn't exist two weeks ago is now preoccupying me like it is, and. Even me being a, just a semi-professional part-time actor, it's just something that's kind of consumed my life. And uh, there's that. And that's that. And I'm done. And I'm kind of even just looking at the clock here thinking, maybe I'll try to end this right at 20 minutes to be like really professional. What do you say? Okay. Have a good day. Bye. On a sunny day. I'd like to stay here for 